Welcome to Friends Along the Way, a podcast exploring the faith journey of my friends and I. This is your host, Jesse Walker. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Friends Along the Way. This is episode 43, and today it is Valentine's Day. Um, So, yeah, there's a lot of cool things that I wanted to talk about. And so, yeah, first, we will begin with, I got my visa accepted. So, my visa to the U.S. has been accepted and I am planning on going back to the U.S., back to my same job. Um, a few little different um, job descriptions, but nothing noteworthy. Um, but yeah, so I'm going back. So I was super excited about that because it was supposed to be like a really long process. And, you know, the Lord just expedited everything and made it work way faster than we expected. So praise God, that's super exciting. So my dad is actually going to be going with me. We're going to be traveling together March 2nd um, to drive down to California. So it's going to be a pretty good time. We did this drive once before. It was a 42-hour drive from Toronto to California We did it in three days, and this time we're planning on stretching it out a little bit. We're going to take our time. Um, You know, we don't need to just punch it to California. As long as I get into the U.S., I'm excited because, yeah, my last two attempts have not been well. So um, this time I have... A really good visa that should stand up when I go and talk with them and I present it that they should let me through. So if you're listening to this, please keep me in your prayers because, um, you know, there's a little bit of post-traumatic stress from dealing with these guys before, just how they treat me. Uh, It's not been, there's been a few times where it's been pretty easy but other times where it's just been like verbal assault. It's not like they're swearing at me, but, um, you know, you can they're yelling at me for no reason. They can just talk to me normally, and they'll probably save their voice, and it won't hurt so much. But, um, yes, yeah, so if you could be praying for me about that, that'd be great. Just the crossing over. Uh, it's it's kind of stressful. It's a stressful situation for me just from previous experiences. It's not been delightful. So, <clears throat> yeah, just please be praying for me about that. And, yeah, so that is my updated news. And, yeah, so today is Valentine's Day, and I felt like the Lord was saying that I need to share my story about my Valentine's Day encounter back in 2017. So some of you and some may not know, but in 2016, I broke my collarbone praying 
uh, playing rugby. And then um, the Lord used that that time of me healing physically to be able to pour into me spiritually. And in that pouring in part, I ended up meeting this lady named Tinika, who has like this house of healing in in Holland. And so um, I saw her in August and she prophesied over me. I had never been prophesied over like that before um, in my entire life. It went on for like 20 minutes of like these prophetic words that were just like dead on. I was like, oh my gosh, how the heck do you know this about me? But it just kept going and going. And then she invited me to her ministry, which was in Holland. So I ended up going there in February. So um, she's been connected with Heidi Baker's group, um, Iris. And so there was a bunch of like Iris leaders coming to her place in Holland for this conference. And in the prophetic word that she gave me, she's like, I feel like you're supposed to come to Holland and that there's an adventure waiting there for you. And so I was like, okay. And so I end up going out to Holland in February for this conference. And I'm with all these Iris leaders, like crazy, crazy, like um, just like men and women of God all in the same room. And I'm like, my adventure, like my encounter with the Lord is going to happen here. It's going to happen during the conference. And so I got there on the 9th. The conference started at the 10th. It went 10, 11, 12, and then I believe it finished on the 13th. Everybody left around like lunch. But I was still, I was still staying there for um, another like two weeks. So... The conference goes by. I'm like, okay, Lord, I thought you were going to move in this part. Like, my adventure was going to be in in the conference. Conference goes by. Um, it's like the 13th. The 13th goes by. Now it's the 14th. And in the mornings from 9 till 12, we would spend time in, like, worship and, and, and intercession. And so we would just be sitting there praying, worshiping journaling, whatever, and all of a sudden in this back room, a bunch of people broke out into like holy laughter. And I have seen this before. And I always, like, I always find it like, oh man, that's that's funny. Um, But that never happens to me. And I kind of wished that it would, you know? And... I'm looking at them and I'm laughing, I'm chuckling and be like, oh man, they're having a blast back there in this little storage room. And my buddy Johnny is like, hey Jesse, you should go over there and receive some of that. And I was like, dude, I like that never happens to me. I'm the guy that walks through the funnel or walks through the fire tunnel, gets punched in the stomach like ten times. If you ever if you've ever been through a fire tunnel, then you know what I mean by getting punched in the stomach because sometimes that happens. Um, but you know, like n- that never happens. I'm always willing for it to happen, but it never happens. I never get slain in the spirit. And so then 
I tell I tell him that, and he's like, "Well, you should go over there. Just receive whatever they're whatever's going on." So I was like, "Okay, fine." So I walk over, and I'm like, "Hey guys, can you pray for me?" And they start praying for me, and you know, I've got this silly grin on my face, being like, "This is kind of ridiculous," and I'm just waiting for something to happen, but nothing's happening. And all of a sudden, Tinica, she walks over. And she starts praying for me, and all of a sudden my smile goes into an ugly cry. And I break down, and I end up crying on the ground for like 45 minutes as the Lord just began to strip all the stuff off of my life. It was like my own mini deliverance. He was just delivering me of all this stuff, all this baggage that I was carrying, and I had no idea that I was carrying that. You know, like... In weight training, you get used to the weight. Like as you add more weight on and as you begin to lift that, you begin to come, become um, used to it. And that's the same way with things of the world is as you carry it, you become used to carrying it, even though you're not supposed to be carrying it. Um, your body wasn't designed to carry it. Um, so you need to get rid of this stuff. So God starts freeing me up of this stuff. And all of a sudden, like I felt so light, like I felt like I could jump up and touch the moon. Like there was like gravity could not hold me down. And, um, the Lord just like really freed me up. And Tinica says, says to me, she's like, you always knew the Lord, um, but you always knew him in like your knowledge, like in your head, but it never transferred its way down to your heart. And finally today it's transferred its way down to your heart and you'll never be the same. And she was right. Like I had this crazy encounter with the Lord that day um, where he showed me like his father's heart, like how much he actually loved me. And I was just blown away. Being like, I could, not only did I know that you loved me, but I could feel that he loved me. And that was the biggest difference. That it was like, I could, I knew that Jesus loved me. But until that moment, I had never felt his love. And then I felt it. And it was like no other love that I'd ever felt before in my life. Like his love just absolutely obliterates any kind of love that you could ever imagine. Just obliterates it. In your heart, you know, like those those butterfly feelings, you start to feel that and you're like, oh my gosh. God loves me so much. And I'm sinful. I'm, I have all these things. I have all these faults. But yeah, he still loves me so much. There's nothing that he's he is is worried about. He's not worried about those things. He loves me so much. And it rocked me. It really rocked me. And then in that time, within like a day or two, all of a sudden I started to experience a ton of supernatural stuff. Visions, prophecy, dreams. It all started opening up. I saw a mount, a crazy amount of um, spiritual gifts just like poured out over me. 
And it was because I had finally been able to uh, be freed up, but as well as really connect with him and understand his love. And that was the biggest thing. One of the things that changed the most was my worship because I could feel his love, but then I could relay it back. I could I could love him back with the same capacity. And then I could use that love and relay it into worship and tell people about like, this is how much he loves you. Um, and I could make it into plain terms, not something super complex. It was like, this guy honestly cares so much about you that you have no idea. Um, and obviously that was not a great way of describing how much he loves you, but like, that's how, that's how it feels when you, when you encounter that love, you're like, I, I shouldn't even be able to understand this, but I do. And it's amazing and it's changing my life and it's so captivating and I am so consumed with just being in love with with this man we call Jesus, you know? So, um, yeah, it's crazy. So that was my Valentine's Day. And so the crazy thing, too, this is part of the story, is I didn't even know what day it was. And one of the guys from the, the house comes up to me. He wasn't there during the day, but he comes up to me later at night, and he's like, Jesse, I heard what happened to you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, it was amazing. He's like, the thing that I think is the most amazing is that God gave you a new heart for him on Valentine's Day. And I was like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, today's Valentine's Day. I had no idea what day it was. I had no idea. I knew it was February, but I didn't I didn't even think that it was Valentine's Day. I had no reason to think that it was Valentine's Day. I wasn't dating anybody. And so then he's like, yeah, today's Valentine's Day. And it just blew my mind because I started to realize God just poured his heart out to me, just absolutely loved on me on Valentine's Day. And so, um, yeah, it was just such a special moment. And it set me up like that moment was really the beginning of me going into ministry. Um, I was doing ministry stuff before, but this was where like the Lord was like, okay, it's time. You're ready. Let's go. And that's what was the big push. And the biggest thing was like the worship, just because I had this understanding that nobody else had because a lot of worship leaders haven't had that kind of experience, haven't felt that kind of love where they're kind of stuck in like this this mindset of, you know, they grew up, they were in church for their whole life, and it was just kind of like repeated that Jesus loves you. And um, that repetition is good, but it can also be so harmful to you because you're like, I know, I know, I know he loves me. I know. And, but you never experience that love. You never feel that love um, because it's stuck still in your head. And so then my worship opened up and that was the big thing that um, 
you know, took me around the world and then ended up getting me this this wonderful job in California, just being able to lead youth into that place, lead youth into the place of God just loving on them, and then take people into a place of worship that they've never been to, a different level that they've never been to, um, and just kind of blow up the Central Coast in worship because, yeah, I just feel like that was something that that was lacking and and God brought through me. And it was really a beautiful thing. So, um, yeah, that was my my Valentine's Day in 2017. And so I'm not where you're at. I don't know where you're at today, but if this feels like you and you just have this burning in your heart for, for more of the Lord, I'm just going to pray for you now. Um, just open your hands up just to receive. But... God, we just ask that you would just pour your Father heart over those that are listening, over those that have a desire to know you greater, in a greater capacity, in a more intimate capacity than just head knowledge, Lord. We just ask that you would just break through the walls of head knowledge and go right into the heart, Father. That uh, people's lives would be changed, people's lives would be marked today. Uh, just encountering you, God. Father, we just ask that you would just show them how much you love them, how much you care for them, how much you would give your life over and over again for them. And Father, we just ask for this uh, fresh, fresh fire over these people, Lord, that there would be a new desire for you, a new yearning for you, God, um, beyond just studying their Bible, but for this intimate relationship with you, God. So, Father, we just release this spirit of intimacy over those that are listening. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, this is it for today. I'm sorry that it's a short one, but, you know, a lot of people are busy this uh today so being valentine's day so yeah i hope you enjoyed and we will catch you on the next one all right goodbye i hope you enjoyed this episode of friends along the way be sure to follow and we'll catch you on the next one if you're enjoying this podcast and you're looking for a way to support you can buy me a coffee go to buymeacoffee.com punch in my name jesse walker And there you'll find friends along the way. And you can just buy me a coffee. It's that simple. I appreciate all your support and all of your listening ears. Talk to you soon.